This is Live Well Talk on COVID-19. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UnityPoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. You've likely heard about COVID-19, uh, as also known as the novel uh, coronavirus. This quickly evolving situation has been front page news on most publications and has been a trending topic on social media. With so much information coming from many different sources, some of them reliable, others not, it can be difficult to know what to believe. Today, I'll take you through of what we know at this time about COVID-19. Uh, and just for clarification, this podcast is March 11th, 2020. What is COVID-19? COVID-19 is a novel coronavirus. There are seven coronaviruses. Four of them commonly cause the upper respiratory tract infection or the common cold. The other three are pathologic, meaning they cause a very serious respiratory illness. You've heard of those before, SARS in 2003, I believe, and then 2008, we had MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. This is actually being referred to in the medical literature as SARS-2, Sudden Acute Respiratory Syndrome 2, meaning the second time that we've seen a coronavirus causing this. And it should be noted that this virus has a predisposition or a habit of attacking the lungs rather than upper respiratory tract symptoms. Very rarely do patients have congestion or uh, sinus symptoms with this. It's presenting with a cough, fever, not necessarily high fever, and shortness of breath. It is spread at this time, we believe, through droplets. That's coughing, sneezing, contact. The CDC, as of this date on March 11th, is still recommending airborne precautions, but in all likelihood that may change in the coming days. The symptoms at the time of presentation uh, are consistent with uh, a viral illness or influenza where there's a couple days of not feeling well, feeling like you're coming down with something, and then developing into uh, quickly into uh, a significant uh, illness affecting the lungs. If you think that you do have such an illness, at this time I would recommend that you contact your family practitioner or your primary care uh, clinician and then they will direct you where to go and when. At this time, we are testing through the state hygienic lab here in Iowa, and we are limited in the test, and we're still following recommendations from the Department of Public Health of who should be tested. We do know that COVID virus uh, may have started from animal to animal and then to human transmission, but since that time, we've had community transmission, meaning from person to person. There is hope with cautious optimism that there are some medications, unlike influenza, that may treat this. Uh, one medication was developed for Ebola virus, which did not work, but is showing quite promising results, as well as some older medications used to treat malaria. The average age of presentation is about 47 years old, with patients greater than 75 years old having a significant increase in the risk of death. At St. Luke's, we're taking measures to uh, prevent transmission. We use a acronym called RICE. We recognize the patient as at risk based upon travel history or symptoms. Immediately, we isolate the patient uh, and put on protective equipment for ourselves. Then we confirm and communicate. We confirm that we believe it might be a COVID-19 patient and subsequently communicate to the Department of Public Health. And then we evaluate our process and then determine uh, the exit or the disposition for the patient. Are they gonna go home to be uh, self-quarantined 
until the test results come back, or if they're ill enough, we will place them in the hospital. At St. Luke's, we have adequate personal protective equipment for our staff and for our patients. Also, we have what are called negative pressure rooms, enough to accommodate any sort of surge of patients that we may see related to this. The testing, which is sent to the state hygienic lab, uh, is uh, turnaround time about 24 hours at this point. We've had one test yesterday, which returned negative, thankfully, took 36 hours. And that is because the test itself takes three to four hours to complete, and the state hygienic lab is receiving so much that they're, they have a backlog and they're, they're working very hard to keep that going. If the test is positive, if the patient uh, is ill, then we would bring them in the hospital if they required such treatment. If the patient is not ill and doesn't need to be hospitalized, we'd have them isolate themselves at home uh, and monitor uh, their constellation of symptoms and report back if they should decline. Quarantine and isolation are two separate things. Quarantine is patients that aren't ill and we want them to restrict travel so to restrict transmission. Isolate is a patient that is positive and needs to have adequate social distancing to the point of staying in home and not going out in the general public. The travel recommendations are dynamic and fluid. The recommendation for international travel is discouraged at this time. And there may be uh, a concern, I believe, just with generalized being in airports as a reservoir of people coming and going and that may be at a risk. So if you are traveling, use social distancing, stay about six feet away from people, cover your mouth with your elbow if you're coughing or sneezing, wash your hands frequently after contact with people. You, you need to wash your hands uh, for about 20 seconds. Being a Catholic, I say two Hail Marys, that's 20 seconds. Some people sing the happy birthday song, whatever it takes uh, to get you to be disciplined with washing your hands for the complete 20 seconds. Now I'm asked quite a bit, should, be, should we be worried about COVID-19? That, that answer is difficult at this time. What I would recommend at this time is that what we want to do is reduce transmission and reduce the spread so our healthcare system is not overwhelmed with a significant number of patients all at once. If the healthcare system uh, is allowed to function as it does, the structure will accommodate significant surges of patients, but there is the potential that the surge would be so great that it could overwhelm the system. In summary, this is a virus that's transmitted by droplets, sneezing, coughing, and contact. It affects the elderly more severely than the younger, healthier people. And by elderly, I mean over the age of 65 or patients that have chronic medical conditions, for example, diabetes or chronic lung disease those patients are at increased risk. So if you're a young person, you may get coronavirus or COVID-19 and, and do fine, but you have to take in consideration of you may act as a spreader back to people and loved ones and relatives and neighbors that may perhaps be in a high-risk category. This is a dynamic situation, and as I stated at the beginning of the broadcast, this is March 11th, and it will probably change by the end of the day today, and we will continue to give you up-to-date information on COVID-19 through our website at unipoint.org. I'd also recommend the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the Iowa Department of Public Health websites. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest for our talk on podcast, 
shoot us an email at stlukescr at unitypoint.org. We encourage you to tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers uh, about our podcast. Until next time, be well.